This is not financial advice. Why don't you buy some Bitcoin, you know? Buy Bitcoin. Welcome to the Crypto Whack Pack. <laughs> Welcome to a very special edition of the Crypto Whack Pack. Uh, Matt brings us in with a little bit of screaming, which uh, is not abnormal. But uh, we're hoping you're having a good Halloween. What's happening? Not much, you. Oh, I'm I'm pretty excited about um, something that I have to show you guys this week or tell you about anyway. But uh, yeah, I think you're both crypto related, or it is crypto related, and I stumbled onto it, and I haven't checked to see how legitimate it is. But I guess we can just start off with that. You want to start off with that? Sure. So we. Well, I will speak for myself. I was looking for um, a place to buy gun parts for one of my guns the other day. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled onto a website called skidtactical.com. And I was looking over their prices and they're fine, whatever. And then I noticed a little thing that said 5% discount if you pay with crypto. So I clicked through and they take Bitcoin, they take Litecoin. And drum roll, please. They take Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I tried it both for parts, and then I threw a like a Glock 17 in the in the cart just to see, and the option was still there. So I haven't used this website. Um, I don't know if it's legit or not, but I've been saying this for the last probably two to three years. Like I don't know if you guys remember, but. A few years ago, they started telling gun companies like or telling credit card people like, oh, you can't buy this with your credit card. You can't, you know, or maybe like a credit company couldn't offer a gun company liquidity or whatever, you know, whatever kind of money they need in and out. Um, and I said then I said crypto is the answer for this. Like they don't need permission. Like they can they can operate around that if they if they want to or need to. Yeah, for a while they blocked the credit card payments for coinbase and stuff yeah so it's it's the same kind of idea it's like um i'm sure now that crypto is a little more widely accepted like they're they're probably gonna be less there's probably gonna be less of that but um as far as people telling you what to do um this to me is a really good sign it is yeah so go buy a gun (laughs) Bike <laughs> legally, yeah. What about the old Frenchman, what the hell has he been up to this week? Oh, getting ready for this day, getting ready for the day. Yeah, I had the corn maze last night. I'm gonna go trick or treat here in a little bit. You had a hey. porn, you had a porn maze last night, yes, I did. <laughs> Man's only page called me the Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Halloween episode. Oh, something else special happened today. Oh, you know what that is? What's that? Actually, right now at this very moment, just a little bit past 2 p.m. Eastern time, Bitcoin white paper was released 13 years ago today. That's right. It's the Bitcoin white paper birthday. Yeah, October 31st, 2008. The email contained in the white paper was sent just after 2 p.m. Eastern time on a mail list for cryptographers. Pretty cool. You know, the, the funny thing is, like, in my mind, 
13 years doesn't sound like a very long time, but a lot has happened with Bitcoin since then. Yeah, crazy amount. For sure. Uh, almost $3 trillion. <laughs> there you go. And still they, nobody he, knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is. No, no. There's lots of speculation, though. The email containing the white paper was sent just after 2 p.m. Eastern time on the mail list of cryptographers, according to the copy of the email. Maintained by the Nakamoto Institute, Bitcoin's synonymous creator, Satoshi Nakamoto, wrote at the time, I've been working on a new electronic cash system that's fully peer-to-peer -peer with no trusted third party. The main properties, double spending, is prevented with a peer-to-peer -peer network. No mint or other trusted parties. Participants can be anonymous. New coins are made from hash cash style proof of work. The proof of work from new coin generation also powers the network to prevent the double spending. Nakamoto went on to write. Nakamoto's paper received its first reply on November 2nd from James A. Donald, who wrote back, we are very, very much in need of such a system. But the way I understand your proposal, it doesn't seem to scale to the required size. Uh, Bitcoin was later officially launched in 2003. Or, uh, January 3rd, 2009, and the date in which first uh, block transactions known as the Genesis, Genesis block was mined. So, yeah, 13 years ago today. It's awesome. Happy birthday. Yeah. Absolutely. So you've been following anything in the news at all? A little bit here and there. Of course, the market's been going crazy all over the place. Yeah stuff popping off i'm a little worried about it but well uh, i was at uh the the shib stuff I, I texted you earlier in the yeah was it early in the week yeah you guys do a ship now well when you see a thousand percent 46 i think it went up to 46 47 billion dollar market cap yeah you don't get 47 billion dollars sloshing around in a in a market and not you know what i mean start creating waves but they seem to kind of just absorb it like you didn't see bitcoin go down much right which was a very good sign so do you, do you think this is all hype or do you think like i saw what was it amc theaters was talking about taking shiba inu as payment for tickets in their theaters you ask me how i feel about shib yeah, it's still garbage, right? <laughs> it's nonsense. Yeah. Is it? Well, you got a different opinion there, Carney? Well, no, I mean, that was, well, last week, uh, Sparky did all right off it. He announced on here. And oh, so, yeah, I'm not saying so, you can't make money. No, I, I bought 50 bucks when we were doing the show on it last week. I made 50 bucks off it. <laughs> all yesterday and i bought some bitcoin with the profit on it started there you over. go good for you man yeah. yeah that's the first time that i've actually like gained a little bit on on this shit so i mean are yeah you on that well, got, like so 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 let me ask let me ask you this frenchman um What's going on? do you feel dirty <laughs> <laughs> not at all <laughs> okay, well, if I, I dirty. go back a month and put a couple thousand dollars on ship, I wouldn't feel dirty either. I'd be smiling. Yeah, Fuck, well, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I did not want to admit to either one of you that I had bought it. Um, so it it really, 
I had to think, I was like, I got to be honest with these guys. I've always been honest with these guys. I feel like a heel for doing it, but. Ah, don't feel you know. like, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's all right. Well, I've, I mean, I've like, talked like buying a lap dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was. No, don't yeah, feel it was. about it all. But it, it's a mean coin and it shows that retail. What I will say about it is, first of all, Anybody that's ever made any money off Shib or Doge or any of that stuff, congratulations. Good for you. Yeah. Glad for it. Really am, you know. But it's a sign that, like, of retail. There right. are no institutions buying Shib. There are no big, it's not changing the world. It's nothing that we haven't already seen. I can show you 8,000 other meme coins and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It, it fundamentally it's probably it, it is probably a little tiny bit better than than doge just a little just a little in my book i mean i, I didn't spend a whole lot of time digging into the shib and and whatever because just like this guy feels here on the old motley fool i feel kind of the same way yeah. uh, this is an article saying a two top toxic cryptocurrencies to sell right now all right, two toxic cryptocurrencies to sell right now. October has been a spectacular, spectacular month for the meme cryptocurrencies as two of the market's most hyped assets soar to eye-watering levels. Shiba Inu and Dogecoin are, Dogecoin's up 40% and 1,000% res, uh, respectively over the last 30 days. But without compelling fundamentals to justify the bull run, investors should consider taking profits before the bubble bursts. And if you look at the charts of SHIB, if you don't think it's a bubble, I mean, I don't know what else is a bubble. This is probably the largest bubble of all. I, uh, there was one uh, feller that actually off an $8,000 investment was up $4.7 billion at one point in time on this, which is the largest, most success. It's from $8,000 to $4.7 billion in 400 days, too, I should point out which is just astronomical uh, return, which I don't think that anybody could ever really redeem them gains without totally destroying the market. Another thing that I think has an extreme down, a negative flag for the SHIB is 85% of the total SHIB supply is in the top 18 wallets. Oh. So... It's just something else for people to keep in mind. If one of them people's like, is like, mm, okay, I'm good, I'm out. So they can, they can basically wreck the market by dumping ship. Yeah, they're playing it's with the it. same fear that people have as Satoshi Nakamoto and the Bitcoin. You know, yeah, the same relatively fear. But you have 18 people or 18 wallets or 18 entities and maybe one entity has two or three or four of them wallets nobody knows right but just keep that in mind too you know <clears throat> shibuini founded in august 2020 is a by uh anonymous developer called roshi what's roshi? She's in all this shit? i don't know the unu token is carefully designed to exploit popular dog memes in the internet, but despite its meteoric 60 million percent rise <laughs> since the inception, the coin's lack of competitive advantages and speculative investment community could put it at risk for a spectacular crash 
Uh, Shibu News uh, October rally has little fundamental support, according to the Fortune magazine. The surge in buying may have started when Tesla CEO tweeted a picture of his recently adopted Shiba, Shibu Unu puppy. Shiba Inu puppy. I, I have trouble saying that. Everybody does. Like Charles Hoskins. Son. <laughs> Hoskins son and brother and Mick Such. Uh, on October 4th later the push of the could you imagine you'd be able to pump a market by just a simple tweet or, or just taking a picture of your dog or yeah you know I mean? the crypto exchange helped boot Robin Hood's market crypto exchange helped boost the demand but despite the hype Shiba Unu doesn't bring much that's new to the table from a technical perspective it's one of over 460,000 ERC20 tokens that function on the Ethereum blockchain and that means it faced Ethereum challenges such as low transaction capacity, 13 per second, without leaving a strong band of development team to keep Ethereum's native token Ether relevant despite the technical shortcomings. According to Coinbase, exchange Shiba Inu investors typically hold the token for about 11 days in contrast to Bitcoin. I call, I call that a pump and dump. Well... <sighs> I, I I could go into this here Dogecoin bit too, which is very similar, but I think Doge has a little bit more of a utility, uh, a little bit more utility and stuff. Like you said, uh, that gun place that you're just looking at, right? People recognize it, you know. And, and Shib's not far from its from uh, Doge tail as far as people recognize the name now. But <clears throat> but much like. Let's say Litecoin, Bitcoin, Cash. Like mm -hmm. we've already got one, right? We've already got Doge. Why do we need a Shiba Inu, right? Right. Well, Shib does have. You, you are able to like build upon it, unlike Dogecoin and stuff like. That's why I mean with a little bit more utility and right. stuff like that. But typically, right now, the greater fool theory. We've all heard that, right? Yeah. The greater fuel. Fool theory is an investing concept that suggests that you can make profit by buying an overvalued asset because someone else hash, you know, parentheses, the greater fool will buy it for more in the future. And that's 99% of people that are buying SHIB are buying it for the sole purpose of hopefully selling it. You know what I mean? At, at, uh, and he, uh, that, that can be said with a lot of cryptos, you know what I mean? For sure. You know? Yeah. But this is strictly on the greater fool theory, I feel. You know what I mean? But for anybody who wants to buy some shib, go ahead and do her up, buddy. Care Make that. some money. Because when you guys buy shib and you move it around and stuff, it does good things for us, for us ether holders. As Ethereum reaches record highs, over 4.4 thousand as Shibu Inu becomes the leading ETH burner. Because of all the movement and SHIB and stuff like that, it's burning ether at a faster rate. I did not know uh -huh. that. That's, uh -huh. that's enlightening. Okay. Yeah. ETH clocked in an all-time high Friday as the blockchain's data showed smart contract blockchain Ethereum burned more tokens than it admitted in the last 24 hours, thanks partly to the strong action in SHIB. The native token of Ethereum's blockchain rose to 4,402 during Asian hours, topping the previous record high of 3,000 or uh, 4,379 reached last May, according to CoinDesk data. 
At the going price of 43.70, the cryptocurrency is up 45% on the month date basis versus Bitcoin's 40% gain. The ETH uh, Bitcoin implied volatility spread is rising in the sign that the market expects Ether to continue leading the price action in the coming weeks as Thursday first mover newsletter mentioned. Data track the token shows Ether produced 15,109 ETH and burned about 16,710.2 in the past 24 hours. That's a net supply reduction of 1,600 ETH in 24 hours. Shiba Inu, the platform behind the self-proclaimed Dogecoin, Dogecoin killer, burnt 770.12 ETH, becoming the third largest ETH destroyer aside from Uniswap and Tether. So I'm I'm smelling a conspiracy here. Do you think I'm wrong? Like if, <laughs> if there are 12 large wallets with, with Shiba Inu, could this not be 18. some ETH some players 18, that are playing with the system? wallets hold uh, 85%. Say again. Eighteen wallets held eighty-five percent. Okay. As of uh, when I was looking at it, like last Monday. So could couldn't this be some ETH guys like pumping ETH? Who knows? Yeah, I know. You get that confused look, like I do. I'm like, I. I mean, it makes sense to me, but I think them large net holders are just really first movers. And the other ones are investors and uh, uh, programmers that built the platform. You know what I mean? Could you imagine, like, if uh, how how many of them did uh, Vitalik burn? Oh, I don't even know. It was billions, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was half the fucking network. Right. <laughs> imagine what that would have been worth. They 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 made an offering to him to be the whale. Right, and he he was like, nope, done. Yeah, no, he, he realizes what it is too. It's yeah, just, it's nothing to. It's not like people trying to change the world or or have some sort of new, uh, you know, solve some sort of problem or anything. It's strictly just uh, trying to make money. You know what I mean? It's right. Just, just the next trying to find the next fad, the next, uh, you know, whatever. Everybody wants to get rich quickly. That's right. And SHIB has rallied a staggering 800% just this month, hitting a record high of 0 0.00008870, which is like what? Uh, it's a penny, 100,000, 10,000th of a penny, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, anyway, people keep playing around trading Pokemon cards, SHIB cards. Uh, it's just going to burn ETH faster. Well, so good. Hold on to your ETH, basically, what I'm saying. And pump the SHIB. Pump the SHIB. <laughs> SHIB to the moon. <laughs> sometimes you pump you have the any SHIB, more sometimes the SHIB pumps you. Uh, do you have any more SHIB? Do I? Yeah. No. No, none? No. Uh, I, I, you you know what? What's that, Frenchman? You got rid of them all? Yeah. Um, mostly... So you got a million shit. of them, fucker. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. I, uh, I I just with with what it's doing right now, I've been watching it just because like it's interesting to me. I'm like, this is the zone where people get wrecked, right? Because it's going up to point zero zero whatever eight, and then going down to point zero zero six, right? So it's yeah. like th this is the part of the 
um roller coaster where where people take off their seatbelt and try to jump out as they're doing the twist right so well like, people forget quickly like yeah. the, like what you watch on the chart is very similar to like some sort of uh meme or not i mean this is a meme but like the bernie sanders meme or some sort of ridiculous gangbang fucking song or gang name something you know what i mean it's true if if you if you really psychology and some of these charts are there's very little difference you know what i mean mm -hmm. between the average the average investor just average people you know what i mean and well that, like doge that was last april was it april yeah, i think so somewhere on there so we're six months later and see how the narrative has done like a 180 right. kind of, you know what I mean? But, but they're, they're, they're all those that had FOMO for the doge thing that wanted to, wanted to experience again and experience that again. And like, you got to figure yeah. there's somebody out there with money that loves to just screw with people because they've got all the money that they want. And this is an opportunity to do that. But then you get all these people that are freaking out on the roller coaster ride of Shiba Inu. So I don't know. Yeah. Bread and circuses, yeah. right? You guys <laughs> ever uh, heard of, of uh, Alex Gladstein? Gladstein? No. Gladstein. He was on. Uh, yeah, there you go. You heard of him? Name sounds familiar. Well, he was on Lex Friedman not not that long ago. He talks about Bitcoin and Ethereum, like why Bitcoin is the one people should be following and paying attention to. And then he's like, "There's like four thousand other." coins or whatever he said just utter scams he, you know, it's, it's nonsense he goes bitcoin and he, he doesn't really like ethereum either he goes into it because uh, there's only a few people that can control it he said, where they're going from uh was it proof of work or whatever to proof of stake or like that. yeah he says uh it's controlled by only a certain amount of people whereas bitcoin everyone controls it. You, know I mean? you have your own control over uh, yeah, yeah but I mean people, that one. That was a good. Uh, that was a good episode. Look. People have that argument about the Ethereum and other coins too. Yeah, and more so, like the most decentralized network by far is is Bitcoin for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, everything else, everything else is more centralized in some way or fashion. Yeah. Bitcoin is the only one that has monetary value. Well, we're getting back to the old black swan guy, the old Talib, the fucking. Really? <laughs> I having trouble hearing you too on your mic. Yeah, you gotta eat. Way that low. Thing. Now I turned it up. There you, there go. you go. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I mean, there's so many different things. You, you, uh, of course, you see some of the pumps now. You, you hear about the Facebook metaverse. Holy oh, so. fuck him. <laughs> oh. Don't like that guy at all. No. 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 It doesn't change the fact that some of these coins are pumping. Decentral and Mana jumps for 80% on Facebook rebound fuels metaverse bets. So if you know anything about the metaverse or like looked into it a little bit, it's kind of the virtual internet is what they're so a lot of speculations go into a lot of these virtual 
gaming platform tokens and stuff like that, like Decentraland, like Engine Coin. Like, I think they even have their own metaverse token that they're yeah. out with. So yeah, <clears throat> they they plan. Well, I'll go into it here a little bit, which I find. Uh, there's been I, I see all kinds of stuff about uh, people being like super bullish, freaking out about it, and then I see just as many articles shaking their heads saying it's nonsense. It's pretty much what he's explaining is the internet as it is already. I don't find that. Just my personal opinion. I don't think that's entirely true, but I do think that everybody gets super excited and moves like some of these coins are going to pop, pop off quite high. Then they'll correct, and we'll be in the same shit that we've been doing. Anyway, John Carmack is uh, like one of the architects for Facebook's metaverse, and he's kind of bearish on its prospects. And he goes into a few things which kind of. Puts it in a little bit more layman's terms. Basically, everybody's like, a, it's kind of a blending of all these virtual universes. And like, you're going to have social network and stuff. You'll have movies and music and, and like the, who the hell's that guy that's selling the fucking NFTs for billions of dollars? People. Peoples. Well, you're kind of familiar with Decentraland, right? A little He's bit, yeah. Land in the sandbox. French all schooled up on that stuff as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's just a, like a virtual uh, land. You know what I mean? You kind yeah. of like I explained before. Like, imagine playing a video game like uh, Call of Duty or something like that, and you have billboards that actually you can actually own this plot of land in a virtual game like that and put up billboards or and make money off (laughs) yeah yeah through advertising through a bunch of other stuff even like uh selling world of warcraft weapons or a certain gun on call of duty or you know it seems like the even some of these movies and stuff like that like there might be like a virtual i know as silly as this sounds there might be a virtual fucking blockbuster and that's where you, the only place you can get the Jay and Silent Bob type movie. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's hard to say where it's going to go. But this guy, uh, Facebook's Connect uh, conference yesterday, talking up the version Zuckerberg Metaverse, a fully immersed virtual world in which people will inter- interact as avatars, much like the Avatar movie. But another speaker in the very same meant was a little bit less bullish. John Carmack, one of the key players of uh, building the thing. Carmack is a legend in the gaming and virtual reality worlds, being the co-founder of ID Software and the firm that uh, published the Seminole Doom game. Eight years ago, he became the chief technical officer at Oculus VR, VR headset, which is the gaming thing you can get right at Walmart now. Uh, which was rebranded as Meta on Thursday to reflect its new focus. Acquired soon after he joined a couple years ago he stepped back into the consultant cto role uh he highly respected to say the least and he doesn't think much of zuckerberg's plan as of yet i want to exist but i have pretty good reasons to believe that setting out to build the metaverse is not actually the best way to wind up the metaverse um carmack who's been talking about the metaverse concept since the 90s said the problem he explained is that the concept of the honeypot trap for its architectural 
astronauts, a class of programmers or designers that want <clears throat> to only look at things from, a, from the very highest levels. Such people don't want to talk about any of the nuts or bolts or details about it. Uh, but here, here we are, Zuckerberg has decided now that is the time to build the metaverse. So enormous wheels are turning, resources are flowing, and the efforts are definitely going to be made, the tech guru said. So the big challenge now is to try to take all this energy and make sure it goes into something positive and we're able to build something that has a real near-term user value. Because my worries is that we could spend years and thousands of people possibly to wind up with things that didn't contribute that that much at all to the ways that people are actually using the devices and hardware today. Carmack said that next year's Connect conference really ought to take place in the metaverse. If we can handle this, if we can't handle this vision, he said, I'll be really disappointed if I'm sitting here in the next year in front of a video crew and a camera in physical reality doing this talk. I want to be walking around the halls or walking around the stage as my avatar in front of thousands of people getting to feed across multiple platforms. I'm laying the gauntlet down right now. So that kind of gives you like an, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like this virtual fucking world. They're, what, gonna... what they're actually talking about is the matrix. Right? <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Cause however, you know, that the technology isn't there yet. And Facebook's Verizon workshop app for Oculus. So kind of like what we're doing right now is zoom. It's a virtual reality zoom. And as of right now, having just 16 participants causes the system to shutter. So imagine Zoom like right now, but we're all avatars walking around the fucking room and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of like Morpheus and Neo there when they had that white room with the chair and he's can right. snap. You know, what, what's that movie with Gerard Butler, Gamer? They all go to that virtual yeah. reality world and all that shit. It's the same thing, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. That's the virtual. I mean, a little bit in the opposite because they're like real flesh and blood game yeah. I think but but yeah the opposite imagine the uh, uh playing Grand Theft Auto you're the guy driving the car and Sparky's one chasing you and uh, I'm the prostitute the on the corner <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I mean it's how crazy. big do you think it's gonna get I mean he is, he is the face of the biggest platform in the world will be for some time now it's just gonna it's take off to say, because yeah, the, it's I gonna mean, be big the government's crawling up his ass with the microscope but all the bad pr and i think that some of this has to do with that too because uh, facebook they're, they're changing their ticker symbol on the stock exchange they're changing the name from facebook to metaverse and going uh, on when it's this all is happening but it's facebook 2.0 yeah well i mean you guys think yeah, what, about what's it think about remember I, all the stuff i talked to you about theta mm -hmm. yeah where if this does take off where does that put theta theta has got a lot of patents on puts them number one just incorporated into the metaverse probably for sure oh gene i'm gonna sell all my fucking data now buy some chip carney i'm gonna <laughs> not investment advice <laughs> Well, I mean, think like think about the social implications of this. Um, you know, just what Facebook has done, Facebook and all social media has done to our lives 
now we can peek into the windows of other people's lives and maybe it's real or not, but you know, Jimmy, when you and I lost touch 20 years ago, like you might hear somebody talk about me here and there, but like you couldn't look into my life. You know what I mean? Unless we, you found my phone number or whatever. And it's like, I think the people will voluntarily, especially those who are like paranoid about, you know, the virus or whatever, like think about that COVID with a metaverse. Right. And it's like, Oh, well, I don't need to, to go out of my house. I can just participate in a virtual way, which we we're kind of doing that with zoom, but if, if it feels more real and it's a more enriched experience, like people are going to probably flock to this. Yeah. Well, I think that what we're doing right now, I mean, I can look and see and hear you and all that stuff right now. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the primitive kind of the Atari of virtual <laughs> the caveman reality. and the wheel. Yeah. Really though it is. Yeah. You know, the first steps and it worked for sure so who knows where this goes and and facebook definitely has the budget to to fuck with shit you know yeah so i mean i can i can see where they're going but it's it's like where you have so many different it's like uh, your tv for instance you got netflix you got hulu you got right amazon you got all these different platforms and stuff and at some time, they started absorbing each right each other until you got one large network. You know how long that takes and stuff. Who knows? But I, I, I do see whether it's going to happen next year or anything. I definitely see it happening. And some, you know, kind of in a way. There's some video games right now. You play a video game and and you pay. <clears throat> They, they melt the fucking system because like if you go way back to video games you couldn't like nintendo okay old nintendo when we was kids super mario and all that shit you play you turned it on boom you're immediately playing you shut it off and it doesn't they want to get you playing as much as you can and milk that system so then they had a point where you could save video games see back then you couldn't save you had a password kind of like a, a bitcoin wallet key you had this key that linked you to so then they're like well shit what if we had a game then that went from that to uh, like super nintendo you could save it okay and now you can continue that game it wasn't just on and off it was uh, a bigger you could do more things in platform and then a playstation comes along and they're like you know what we could take that and, and kind of like sever that unit make them pay for that so now you have like save cards, memory cards and stuff. Now you need that to be able to play longer, to 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 keep going with your progress and stuff. So they so they find a way to to make more money. Sucker you in. To, yeah, that now if you want to save your game, it's going to cost you more money. You have to buy more stuff. And now as it is, you're playing a game or whatever you want to you want to play with your buddies on this certain call of duty map or whatever you had to download that but you got to pay another three dollars to get that map or they don't even play the game anymore they just go online and play against each other yeah but but now now they're you're paying extra for the particular like if you're playing donkey kong and your mario you gotta pay for that hammer now right you know what I mean? and then now you gotta you gotta pay for the outfit you need this certain outfit they're- to go into this they're itemizing that's what they're doing yeah i mean it's it's genius 
Yeah, yeah we fall it for is. It. it sucks you in, but then that value in a way is lost. <laughs> and with NFTs and stuff like that, it seems like that value will you can take with you. You can right. trade it. You can yeah. sell it. You're done with this game. You moved on to something else. There's it, you know hundred thousand other people playing it. So it makes it virtually tangible, which my mind's kind of exploding right now because I'm like. <laughs> We've been talking about this and it's, it's like, you know, I, I think about these young people that I work with where it, it doesn't appear that they have much of a life outside of work, you know? And it's like this, these are the types of things that they participate in, but it's like, holy cow, if you're participating in the virtual world more than you're participating in the real world, it's yeah. like, I think they all are though. All, so what all if, the youth what, is like that. What if this virtual whatever is linked to TV shows that you can, you know, kind of get a, or, or like I said, a boxing event where you can right. actually virtually be there in a certain arena. There's the physical arena where people sold tickets. Why wouldn't they say, holy fuck, we could do the same damn thing in a virtual setting and, and quadruple the, the money, sell mm -hmm. all the seats and sell all the, you can even have virtual. We could have a, a virtual fucking Joe Rogan, a virtual or whoever that new star is, or or, or celebrity yep. or whatever. How, what's going to stop them from kind of merging like your video game play into Facebook, where your like social platform is actually part of the video game integrated in the same way, where people tip you or buying your wallet, your bank account is kind of, or whatever that's going to look like in the future. That's tied to, to the video game network, which is tied to your Facebook, which is, you know what I mean? Fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger was right. Total recalls real. Cool. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's the progression. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of fun to speculate and, and to wonder where things are going and people are still trying to wrap their head around Bitcoin. It's like, yeah. It's like what the fuck? To to yeah. me, I, I I feel so frustrated sometimes about you know the shit that's going on. And in fact, I'll jump right back to that for fuck's sakes, <laughs> bastards. What's of course, we heard about the and this is a New York Post fucking. That's why I picked this one. I could find twenty articles about the tax and. Uh, oh yeah. Taxing uh, unrealized gains, right? There you go. That's what I'm looking for. I have yeah. trouble finding my words sometimes. I get all fired up. Here's a mess going on in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and this that is that won't uh, happen it, in the virtual world, Neo. No. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> Democrats' latest terrible idea from a New York Post article: taxing profits that don't even exist. And I'm not going to go into the article, but it's like. If I can explain it to its simplest forms, you know what I mean? You're taxed when you work, you're taxed when you spend it. You're, 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 I won't even say tax. You're, they're stealing from you through inflation. They're stealing your wealth and stuff like that. And then to find anybody that has half a brain, you put it into assets. And when they're printing money like this, it's like, just fucking buy anything. I mean, you know what I mean? The price of a shovel is going to go up. That's, that is a fucking asset now. You know what I mean? A shovel is a wise investment. <laughs> uh, anything, your side that you bought Bitcoin in, the yes. value of that will go up. Everything will go up. 
the more that they print money. So they got these assets and unrealized capital gains. So it's like, it's like they're steering. It's like you're on the Titanic, right? And they're fucking like full steam ahead right towards the fucking iceberg. And they know, you know, and now the motherfuckers are selling tickets to the lifeboats. They're like, if you want on this lifeboat, you know what I mean? It's how is that any different? Yeah, how is yeah. that any fucking different? That is exactly what it is. You try to save yourself from half a brain to buy some sort of some like, okay, so inflation, your value is going down here. They're the ones, they are the ones forcing the 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 assets going up in price. So you step over here to save yourself or your family or whatever. And the you know the the price doubles in five years, they're like, oh no 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 no, you can't do that. We, we gotta tax that, you know what I mean? And then the fact that it's unrealized, and they have this thing with the fucking death tax that they're trying to do, which pisses me off. You had you have any idea about any of that or whatever? No, tell me. <clears throat> a death tax, okay. This is a kind of like a loose definition on uh, investopia or vestopedia. I go on there often a lot. If I don't understand something or whatever, I want to get, you know, it's a good place to go to get definitions and stuff. Death taxes. Death taxes are taxes imposed by the federal slash and or state government of someone's estate upon their death. These taxes are levied on the beneficiary who receives the property in the deceased will or the estate in which pays the tax before transferring of inherited property. Okay, and that's a simple definition of it. But let's say your parents or anybody's parents, they got married and they bought a home back in fucking 75 or some shit. Okay, they bought a home and they paid $80,000 for it. And then they just died. Okay, horrible car accident. They get old, whatever. They died. It's 2020, 21. The house is now worth $500,000. Okay, now they bought it at 65 or whatever the fuck I said, 80,000. And now the house is valued at half a million dollars. Okay, not from any of your doing. Okay, not because that the house magically got, you know, worth more or anything. When anything appreciates and values, that's because of the government and what the fuck they're doing. They print more money. That's why the value of the house has gone up. It's not because, you know, it's, it's actually the. the it's actually that the dollar is worth less. That's, exactly. that's why it took 80,000 exactly. to buy them before. And now it's taking, you know, a half a million of them to buy it now. Right. So. Because you, you, you didn't put up gold, gold, like wallpaper, right? Actual gold. No, no, no. <laughs> you didn't put in a golden toilet. We're talking the same asset, the same yep. asset, the same location, the same whatever. Yeah. Now the house is worth a half a million dollars. They died. You inherited it. It goes to you. You have to pay the capital gains on that before the house is put into your, you know, in your before name. it's transferred into your property, your inherited property. How many people are not going to have that money? They're not right. going to have that money, right? Which forces them to sell the asset to get the money to pay the fucking forty percent so tax. I, if you want. I wonder if this is a case where you need to set up um a trust right like i know a wealthy man and i'm like he's not super wealthy but he's done really well in his life and he told me he's 75 and he said i don't own anything and i said what do you mean you don't own anything he said i don't own anything in my name 
And I said, what do you mean? He said, you, you have to understand. He said, being in the game, as long as I have, he said, I've had people come after me and try to sue me personally yeah. for different things. And he said, so I put everything into different trusts. And he said, and I am the, the, the holder of that trust. And there may be other people on it with me that I trust, like my brother-in-law or my daughter or whatever. And that's actually something that I'm considering doing with the farm that, that we have. That's shit that Robert Kiyosaki has been teaching for fucking 30 years. Is that Rich stuff dad, poor dad. Okay. But yeah. But what, what I want to point out is no longer are they just, you know, that inflation and stuff like that, tax and stuff, stealing your wealth. It's stealing your time. Yeah. From back. Not only are they stealing your time and the future tax gains or whatever, they're going back in time and stealing your parents' wealth now. Yeah. Going back in time, eventually after they're dead, after they're dead, they're going back in time and saying, "Hey, motherfucker, your parents made out pretty good on that house, dude. Yeah, you you, uh, you owe us money. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, the house didn't. Wait. It's because of you, cocksuckers, doing your bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and people just don't. I don't you know. know. It fucking that, pisses me off sometimes. And I know that this is a very, very like short-sighted thing to complain about but the the so my family the the farm that's on the masardis road right we've been there since 1860 right in some capacity or another one person in our family has owned that farm since 1860 Mm -hmm. meaning like i don't know when the last mortgage was held on it but i know that since the 1960s at the very least there's never been a mortgage on it right it could have even been since like 1900 never had a mortgage on it they have paid taxes every year on that property over and over and over more than the value more than the original value of the property right yeah Yeah. but here's the thing if they stop paying taxes on that tomorrow they take it they're gonna take it so how do you actually own anything you don't really the same lease you that's all it is seem like a car you buy it Brand new off the fucking lot. You pay, you pay a sales tax. Right. You sell that. The next guy pays a sales tax. Right. You get, you know what I mean? Ta- you're taxed on the value of that car every fucking time. Yeah. Damn near the value of the car. Not is- to mention every time you pull up to the pump, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You get you know? taxed on. Plus, you got to inspect the motherfucker. Plus, yeah. the, you know what I mean? The, your payments, you're getting taxed on that. Not to mention that the money that you're paying with, you were already taxed when you earn the money yeah. in your check or whatever. Yeah. You're getting taxed there. <laughs> so you pay. It's like we don't have a fucking revenue problem. It's a spending problem. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's just going to get more and more and more. And at what point do we say fuck them? You know? Yeah. Well, I know this is kind of like over the top. Me no, ranting about that, fucking. Well, that's the thing is that if if that's going to happen, we all have to do it together, right? Yeah, there has to be a large enough group so that it it like slaps them in the, across the face, goes Psh, enough, and they go whoa. It, they tax yeah. the fuck out of you, and they spend. What do they spend it on? Arming the fucking Taliban, or or yeah. like fucking New York? Did you? I I just heard yesterday the New York they're having. They're decriminalizing meth and heroin and shit like that. And they're actually making like little parks where they're going to let them go do it, shoot your, your drugs here and then dispose your needles in this little container thing here. You're paying for that. And it's like, what the fuck? But yeah, you got this fucking 
This stupid fucking cunt. Where is she? I'll find her. <laughs> the C <laughs> word. All right. He's how fired you really feel, Jimmy. Oh, fuck. Where is she? You know what I'm talking about. Janet Yellen and their oh, bullshit. That, that fucking trouser troll. Yeah, oh, anyway. Yeah. And, and they're they're and the tax and the wealthy. You know what I mean? And everybody's yeah. like on board with that, with the, you know, super well, well, what's wealthy? Wealthy's like just a little bit richer than the next person. Whoever is imposing the law, it'll right. be just a little bit more than what they have. Mm-hmm. And, and all this talk about fucking race and discrimination and shit. Isn't that like discrimination? Fuck yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Isn't it? Are you yeah. like, you're, you're sitting here, you're all pissed off because this person made a bunch of money. Well, maybe they didn't make it off being criminals, like like most of the government and stuff like that. Maybe they made it from making like good decisions in their life. Yeah. Maybe maybe they solved real fucking problems. So they weren't out fucking snorting coke at the bar. They were at home like fucking <laughs> research and shit. And this is to, this is the case you know for I mean? this is the case for Atlas Shrugged, right? It's like you put <laughs> sure. well, you you put enough weight on on the people that are producing and all of a sudden they're just going to walk away and be like, why am I trying? Yeah, exactly. And now, and now you're money. left, you're left with the fucking, with, with the people in the meth fucking park. You know what I mean? It's great. They're Fuck, not paying taxes. This alone. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> we over. can do this shit all day. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so fucking, I, I go back to the Jordan Peterson stuff with the order and chaos. And I think he is very on. Spot on. I think you have big, like there's this momentum swing between, like like the order and chaos, just like the, you know the the capitalism far fucking liberal fucking bullshit. You have these swings, you know, and I don't know if there's any way out of it. (laughs) I really don't. This is um this is the other side of the Trump swing, right, and. Here's the thing, Winger. I don't want to. I don't want to offend you. I know he's your boy or whatever, but this is what gives me pause about having a president like Trump. Is that it brought it all the way over to one way, and we're about ready to hit our face off the wall, swinging on the other side. On the other side, yeah. Because yeah, no, it, and it's it's because it's in retaliation of him, you know, and and his his ways. Am I saying that he did it? But he he. Is because of the retaliation of the other side, right? You know right. I mean? That's it's exactly constant, right. But it's a, it's what a we're getting that gets fucking way out of hand. That's the thing is that we're gaining momentum, and I, and I don't want you, I don't want you guys to think that I'm crapping on Trump, but it's like do whatever. The, what I'm saying is the momentum is gaining either way. So yeah. no. I mean, like, is this where it ends? Or personally, I actually think that this is a huge setup. And I think it's going to swing so far right this time, this next time around. Somebody's going to catch it and be like, gonna, gotcha, bitch. It's, <laughs> no, it's, I think it's going to be dangerous. That's what I think. Yeah, of course no, it is. It, it's how it works with societies, man. If you go back through time, you read that four, that, that, the unwinding, whatever the fuck that was, the four, the fourth cycle. turning. Fourth turning. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I recommend that book because it does make a lot of sense. You know, and now you're starting to see a lot of the far left starting to butt heads mm-hmm. and, and being like, what the fuck? You got the Mar guy. You got the somebody else that I follow quite a lot is a comedian, the Russell Brand. Yeah. yeah. 
he's a fucking liberal. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, he was a hardcore liberal and, and he's starting to like so, push back a lot on a lot of that stuff. And he makes sense. That's know? the, that's the thing that we have to split though, is that liberal is not progressive and progressive is not necessarily liberal. The, the two may intertwine a little bit, but uh, like Russell Brand is not a progressive. He's, he's a liberal. He is, you do yeah. as you see fit. Whereas the progressives are more, um, uh, puritanical, you know, it's like, you will do as we say, or you will be cast into the fire. You know, that's not yeah. liberal at all. No. And, and to think in a world of where everybody has exactly the same, when, once, once everybody like they get the fucking QRPHT fucking trans, this one, that one, whatever, and shitting on the Chappelle guy and all that stuff. And once everybody, you know, you're special and Bobby's special and Timmy, you're special. And once everybody's special, nobody's fucking special anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You get all these stupid yeah. fucking, and right now, like the least special person, which they fucking pound and hate on so much is, is a, a white Caucasian male. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people would hate me for saying that. Well, <laughs> no, you know, true. I, we, uh, my wife tells this story. She was, uh, she was working in Alaska and she knew this lady. I forget what the whole list was, but she was an African-American left-handed Jewish. Um, L, like she was gay. Like, like it went down <laughs> the list of all the things that she was. And my wife was like, there is no greater minority than her. You know what I mean? <laughs> But it's like right. we're creating things to put ourselves as like as far down the victim rung as we can as we can do. And it's like it's disturbing. It's like we, we've gone from yeah. trying to be at the top of whatever it is that we're doing to how far can we set ourselves down to the point where there's reverse discrimination happening. Well, once people start using stop using logic and start making decisions based solely off emotion yeah you know what i mean it's it's not good and i'm not saying that you got to totally chop the emotional aspects out of it but no you need both but when it, like like when we was young there weren't no fucking participation trophies for everything under the sun you know what i mean <laughs> that's now why we graduated well, really, though, once you start rewarding nothing yeah. you know everybody fucking deserves and it takes the ones that do 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 extra. Another good book is that 80-20 rule. I recommend everybody fucking read that. You know, it, it, it seems to overlap and apply for everything. And, and I think we've talked about it on here before with you. Is it you know? like the 20% of the people do 80% of the work or what? Yeah. And that goes with everything. Like 80% of the... That's called the... Yeah, the... You, you wear 20% of the clothes that are in your closet. 80% right. of them you don't wear. I mean, it's... and... 20% of the highways are used 80% of the time. It, it, right. it goes with everything. Like you can see it so much with everything. And and the same thing goes with the work thing. What that, that 20% is going to be less incentivized to, to do extra. It's like, well, why the fuck are you paying this fucking asshole to sit there and do nothing yeah. and now with all the stuff and you gotta, you gotta fucking get people to fucking go to work because they won't even go to work. You're, you're paying people off the street that have absolutely no fucking skills you're paying them more than the people that work for you for 10, 20 yeah. fucking years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, why, why, why that, that that's totally disproportionate. Like yeah. their skills are not being, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
You're not paying them for their skills at that point. It, it's, it's it's totally the other way. It's the upside down, you know? The upside down. Yeah, so I ranted and ranted yeah, we, and ranted. We haven't, all... we haven't had a good Jimmy rant in a while. This this is fun. I do that often, don't I? No, you haven't done it in a while. And and like <laughs> no. I was wondering, like, do we need to like slip you a pill or, or you know? Uh, <laughs> don't yeah. pick the purple. All right, I'll. Uh, I wanted to show a few things because I was talking about the inflation. This is the direction I meant. Sorry, I got a little took side road there. <laughs> But anyway, let's go from the stimulus and all the money that's being printed. And I had charts for fiat currencies and stuff like that. And this right here, it talks about, you know, uh, currencies and you know, fiat currencies. And you think that ours isn't going to fail your. Ooh, that's nice. so wrong. So, so what is, what is this, um, what is this website that we're on so we can let people know? Uh, this is just uh, charts of, uh, hyperinflation throughout the years. And this okay. is just a chart of just random. There's, this is just 150, I say just, but this is 152 different currencies and they failed through hyperinflation. And this is how many years that they've been. And I can go on in the Mexico, Silver Peru, the Peru, Solid Portuguese, Rios, you know, Uruguay, Mongol, Chile, Algeria, and I can go on and on and on. As you can see, this is quite a fucking list. And this isn't even all of them, but all of these fiat currencies, once they got separated, these are all fiat currencies, they've all failed. And some of them failed rather quickly. <laughs> These ones are even less than a year. This one wow. lasted one month. One month. <laughs> so it's, it's basically, <laughs> it's a time chart. It's a time chart. And this is another, uh, the average lifespan of fiat currency throughout the past thousand years. And this is just how dominate denomination, like, like we have a dollar and we have $10, $5, $20, $50, $100. These guys had stuff similar. Yeah, and then you see how it ended with uh, hundred thousand, ten thousand. Here's the tragedy of that, right? We're looking at the Russian ruble here on, and and can you scroll back to the Russian ruble? Sure. Right. So the Russian ruble in 1992, they have this ten thousand dollar or ten thousand ruble bill, and it's like, I guarantee you, if you look at the people in power in Russia. There are a lot of the same people, right? So even if we do hit the point where we fail, you're going to have probably the same players in there doing the same thing. Yeah. It's like we have to be mindful of that when they step up and go, "We can lead you out of this." It's like you let us into this. Yeah, I, I see another thing that's kind of silly, but just made me think of it. Is like back in the day when I was a kid, you see like coins on the ground or whatever, you pick them up, right? Yeah, I've seen people like like just totally see a dime now and just keep walking. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like before, like a penny, you're like, yeah, it's a penny. You pick it up. Then they have this stupid rule. All oh, heads up. It's good luck. You know, Do you don't pick up fucking tails down ones. I'm sure that you guys uh, encountered this at some point. My grandfather super glued two, uh, two or three quarters to his uh, porch step when I was a kid <laughs> and would, would just giggle every time somebody leaned over to pick up those quarters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your dad's Are your grandfather. You said or your dad. Yeah. Grandfather. He's cruel. <laughs> He's cruel. <laughs> Zaire, 5 million, 5 million Zaire hungry, 10 million Pengo, 1945 Germany, 1 billion Mark, $1 billion bill, 1923 Zimbabwe, a hundred trillion dollar, bill 
Oh, uh, well, fuck, aren't we trying to do something right now that if something on that bill doesn't get passed or whatever, they're going to go and print a a trillion dollar gold or silver coin or whatever? Yeah, they have. Like that solves the problem. Like that fucking coin is actually worth a fucking trillion dollars. Yeah, it's just a solid silver coin. It's it's a trillion dollar mint. It's supposed to be platinum coin. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Uh, Venezuela, 10,000 bolivar. The 10 billion right there. See, you're going to be less to see these things right here. I mean, they're a little bit easier to tell when you're looking at a piece of paper that says $10 billion, whatever, $5 billion peso. This, this is the scam, right? This is, this is the play, right? They're, they're, they're going to get the central bank digital currency, and then you're not going to have the paper proof of what they've done. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because when you have a central bank digital currency and stuff like that, you can add as many zeros as you want to the end of it. That's right. You know what I mean? And that's why you see the, the hardcore, Bitcoin Max wants to say that, well, the, the price of it can go to infinity because the price of fiat can go negative, not right. infinity. You know what I mean? And there is some truth to that because you're, you're not going to really see the, the the denomination. If you lived in our time or whatever and you have a $100 bill, and then usually how it goes, they X out the smallest denomination and then add a higher denomination. Add a zero to the biggest bill. You know what I mean? And like I said, you know, it, it, is it something though? Kind of watching this. It, well, it's it's like a it's a it's we, a we've gone through quite a few bills. It's a parade through the museum of failure, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I wouldn't want to be one of these assholes that have the face on the fucking one, of these <laughs> right? Yeah. And that leads me to this. Okay, this is right from the Federal Reserve, and they doctored this, motherfuckers. And if you notice right here, this series will no longer be updated. They don't want this information to get out no more. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to answer questions about it. This is the M2 money supply. Okay, and this is doctored. This isn't even what it was. Jesus. And then they, they plainly tell you right here that they're not used to building on the Federal Reserve. It's, it's your right. They don't have they don't have the right to not show you these right. things. And if you go into the uh, one of them, got Mark Moss and uh, George Gammon. George Gammon's actually got a bunch of people working on a lawsuit with the Fed to make them disclose information like this. And, and this was the last. Them. Go ahead. Look, look, I look like I I know if you folks you're listening, you can't see, but there's like obviously a doctored. Um, chart where there was just this little hike in the money supply and then you see one that's a little more accurate and it's like straight vertical like hardcore <laughs> and this is the one i paper. seen one with the 2021 uh like refresh and that was it that was the end of it you never seen yeah. that chart again i think i showed it to you once yeah and this one right here and this ends in 2020 okay we're like you see where my cursor is yeah we're like right here so du- double what they <laughs> yeah, do and they don't want you to see that. They don't want you to see that. 24, uh, well, it, depending on where you get your information, somewhere between 20 and $24 trillion has been printed this year worldwide. Not just talking the U.S. Well, the U.S. is probably about fucking half of that, you know? 
It's insanity. So, yeah, you know, you print money, you go home and make money. It's called counterfeit. They make money. It's called fucking quantitative easing. <laughs> They're stimulants. No, 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 no. Modern monetary theory, sir. <laughs> monetary theory. And they tell you it's only 5.3%. They tell you 5.3%. I tell you what, uh, I went to Walmart yesterday, went shopping. Right. 100 and 150 something bucks. This is just me and her. Right. I didn't buy meat. I bought a pack of hot dogs and a thing of chicken thighs that were like, like bottom of the barrel. Right. I didn't buy meat or nothing. Yeah. This was just, you know what I mean? $150. Well, you know, that's that's the thing, man. Like, um, we that, that's been one of our projects here on the farm is growing our own meat. You know? Yeah. That's Yeah. No, I mean, people like you, you guys are going to be way ahead of the curve if, if something does happen. And I wouldn't be surprised if the motherfuckers try to fucking tax you in some goddamn way. But you know what? I think I think more importantly than that, they'll probably say that um, I have something that other people don't have, and I'll have to share it with other people. So you know, th- there's there's that sort of tax too. It's like you can't be profitable because you have uh, whatever it is um, um, a privilege that other people don't. Even though this house was purchased with money um, made from a uh, first generation immigrant right to this country like like you want to talk about minorities you know like that that happened so a woman who came here from mexico worked her tail off and gave us money that helped us to buy this place so but what i want to say is the 5.3 percent. that's what they tell you and they doctor everything it's like uh would be a good fucking analogy for that if they have something like uh something that went up 200 and something percent or whatever they'd be like eh, well we probably won't use that and we probably remember when we was in school or whatever i remember we had a class i can't i can't remember what but i was given a grade and then i believe it was alan that was like all right because you did such a good job with fucking a b and c whatever it was he's like i'm gonna let you pick three 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 homeworks or whatever you can you can rip out. They didn't. They don't count. And that average nope. of your grade, like, well, shit, I'm finding some fucking zeros, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. How I about mean, the ones I didn't do. <laughs> yeah. How about that? <clears throat> it's the same thing here. Yeah. It's the same damn thing. I mean, they 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 rip out the ones that you know, and they'll use uh, bullshit ones to their. It's just smoke and mirrors. It's just, it's, it's all lies. You can't believe nothing. There's no longer a representative democracy. No, you can't, you can't believe the media. You can't believe the fed. No, Uh, you can't believe what the fucking government tells you. You can't believe none of it. And you can't even trust that you're going to have a platform to express your opinions because even that's getting, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they hear me rant too much on here. They might fucking off us. (laughs) Really? You know what I mean? And they'll blame it on something else. Or they'll say, oh, it's a problem with our algorithm. Right. Bitcoin dropped $8,000 from 60. Oh, geez. That's something must have been some sort of glitch. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, I'm some sort of fucking glitch, too. Can I do that? I'm getting a kick out of watching CNN and Joe Rogan argue out of the 
you know yeah and that's another good example of the decentralized stuff right because for once like the rogan in that particular kind of platform he doesn't really necessarily answer to anybody right all them other shows and stuff are sponsored by pfizer whatever right yeah i mean george soros well and and that's the thing about mainstream tv is like if you watch the commercials you understand who's telling them what they can and can't say right and and how you know how many advertisements for triumpha and you know wellbutrin and whatever it is do you see on the nightly whatever where it tells you about you know the the rectal bleeding you might have if you take their medication (laughs) so all right yeah ah but they they uh them arguing about that fucking horse to worm or shit and you kind of making them look like fools yeah and you got that todd that fucking dude there's a douchebag on cnn that i really dislike they just spread don lemon actually yeah there you go there you go well anyway this is cnn that's backed by these huge like like i said pfizer and all these stuff and and they have like one tenth of the fucking viewers that rogan right yeah (laughs) that's funny well i mean anyway i won't rant no more well yeah well we'll end with some good stuff here okay kathy wood kathy wood Wood. yeah kathy wood five hundred thousand bitcoin calls already happening how to ride the wave to a half a million kathy wood isn't afraid to make bold predictions uh if you don't know who kathy wood is she's a spokes i think she's the lead of the arc investment right sparky help me out buddy. Sparky. i don't know sparky. I, I don't know who she is you he don't know, know who that bit. is no how long you've been following bitcoin you don't know who that oh my jimmy God. i get all my news from you <laughs> all right well back in early uh 2018 yes the owner of arc invest kathy wood this lady right here she's one of the first investment companies that was very bullish on bitcoin and she's not a dumb lady and she does a lot of uh she's she was part of that zoom conference with uh, zuckerberg and uh, now not zuckerberg don't uh, need elon musk on and uh <laughs> the twitter guy the hell's his name jack dorsey dorsey jack dorsey and musk yeah and some other feller and kathy wood back back a few months ago anyway back in uh, early 2018 the owner of Ark Invest said tesla shares would go from 300 dollars to $4,000 within five years, a potential upside of around 1,200%. Yet Tesla hit the target early. This January Tesla share, uh, shares surged past the $800 mark or $4,000 on a split adjusted basis. Uh, pretty astounding, but the Tesla may not be Wood's most bullish call at the moment. Last month, she told CNBC that the price of Bitcoin could soar to a half a million dollars in five years. And if we're right, the companies that continue to diversify their cash into something like Bitcoin and an institutional investor start allocating just 5% of their funds into Bitcoin, we believe that price will tenfold from what it is today instead of 45,000 to over 500,000. And that that was her uh, uh, price. When did she say that? When did she say that? Uh, I don't have a date for that. Anyway, you're hearing a couple of ways to play the crypto boom, even if you're just dabbling with some of your spare change. Wood herself is offering a new way to invest in the cryptocurrency. The September ARC Next Generation Internet ETF tweaked its pro, uh, prospectus to include exposure to Bitcoin via Canadian ETFs, which I'm a proponent for. Canadian ETF, because they have a spot Bitcoin ETF. 
and she's now linked through that ETF. Uh, the first Bitcoin ETF in the New York Stock Exchange started trading last week, but Canada has been well ahead of the U.S. for some for quite a while. Several Bitcoin ETFs launched in Canada this year, including the proposed Bitcoin ETF, uh, Three IQ Corn Shares Bitcoin ETF, uh, Galaxy Digital Bitcoin ETF. You evolve, evolve Bitcoin ETF as well. Uh, in the U.S., the Debut a ProShare Bitcoin strategy ETF is arguably a major catalyst behind Bitcoin's latest rally, but the funds hold Bitcoin futures contracts and trade on the Chicago uh, Mercantile Exchange. Investors who want exposure to the crypto market can invest in these ETFs, but you can also buy Bitcoin directly. Some investment apps allow you to do both cryptocurrencies and ETFs. Yeah, she, she, she's a... Uh, She's a smart lady. If if you listen to anything that she, uh, you know, I recommend people follow her. She's uh, she knows what she's talking about. She predicted uh, Tesla when it was back at three hundred dollars not that long ago, and people just shit all over and told her she was an idiot. But here we are. So she's she's kind of the opposite of Mike Burry, who said he was betting against Tesla. Yeah. And then you had uh, just last week uh, the car rental company hurt. Hurts. That's why uh, Tesla took another big jump. I mean, Elon Musk made thirty-four billion dollars in one day, I believe it was. So, what what's the news there? Hertz is offering Teslas for uh, rental. They're buying a hundred thousand Teslas. Whoa! Thousand cars. And wow. something about teaming up with Uber because Hertz was like going to the shitter throughout the pandemic and all that stuff because nobody, you know, vacation they had so that they were actually filing bankruptcy and stuff like that. But they've uh, learned to pivot and, and do some, they uh, saved them themselves. And now they're the talk of the town. Their stock went up quite a lot, I guess. I'll do and that. Right. And partnering with, uh, I want stock market's constantly all, all new all-time highs, new all-time high, new all-time high, new all-time high. It, it's just, uh, it's illegal. They, they illegalize <laughs> the stock market going down. 90% of them companies are not worth what they're supposedly. So expecting. so wouldn't, it, wouldn't this um, be for the same reason that a house, your house is worth record money because... The dollar is worth less, so of course the stock market is going to be worth more. Wouldn't that kind of ring well, true in both? Well, uh, a little bit, yeah. The the, yeah. the house is a little bit more complicated because of yes, a the printing money and whatever, and then b it was uh, the price and stuff. So the new building just runs on the supply. You know what I mean? So so you had pressure from inflation, and then you had uh discouraging building you know what i mean so people are building less houses and even if demand stayed the same the price is going to go up on the stock market you have all these wealthy people the money runs to the they're the first at the spigot and they have to do something with this money so it's got to go somewhere and it's not going to stay in cash so they encourage you know people are going to invest in stocks it's just what they do <clears throat> and then with the small people on the Robin Hood and shit like that. I see a bunch of people that the stock market keeps going up, up and up and up, all new all-time highs every fucking three times a week. It seems like there's a new all-time high. New high. And all these people are like, I see, I actually watched a couple of videos of guy. I quit my job. I just, 
buy stocks and it goes up 30%. I sell it and trade it for something else. And I'm just doing that now. And you get more and more. Sir, people what's your backup plan? Right. Well, you got more and more people doing that and people aren't working. They're not yeah. doing nothing. We're not producing anything. The United States doesn't produce hardly anything. That's where real value is. It's not in the money. It's not in the fucking you know, zero at the end of the stock. It's not you how say many... that the United States is not a producer, but we produce really? a lot of dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking, we get the market cornered on fucking print, paper. print, print, print. It's not even paper no more. They don't even print the. Yeah. So, anyway, you guys heard me bitch enough. Is that it? Uh, another thing I should add is uh, uh, today is the end of the month. So if we could close the end of the month of 63,000, uh, I talk about the, the stock to flow chart yeah. quite often. Yeah. And he was spot on for August and September, like spot on, like right to the thousand. And he said that October would close at a low of 63,000 and we're right there 60 what right now 60 something uh 60,720 as yeah. of this moment i mean it can go up a thousand two thousand just flown but even if he's you know it's like saying it's gonna rain in august 20th 2025 on sunday at eight o'clock and if it started raining at four, am I really wrong? You know, was it wrong? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I mean, people think that because, well, if it's not exactly 63, the whole thing's going to fall apart. And I just, I'm not one of them people. I don't believe that. I think we all see where it's going. I think they sure. see where it's going. Awesome. Some don't, though. I feel like, well, like you said, we're the Titanic. We're pointing at that fucking iceberg and. They're selling tickets to the fucking lifeboats. I, I feel like we're the ones pointing at the iceberg saying, hey, what the fuck? And everybody else still singing and dancing to the fucking violin guy. I, I you know, I actually think that we um, we've already got our tickets and we're sitting on the lifeboats. That's what I believe. And and we're yelling, hey, come on over. And people are like, oh, I don't think lifeboat. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking no, about? I love this song. <laughs> It ain't last yeah. call yet. Fucking yeah. end of the ship's already pointing straight out here. All right. With that, we're going to wrap up for the week. Thanks for joining us. If you want to join Voyager, please use our code MEHSR8. I promise we'll give it back to you guys in a giveaway. Oh, by the way, we're doing a Twitter giveaway, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're having a, we're having a Twitter a... rap battle between me and Venice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, oh, we get a new logo too. We picked the logo. We did. We did. Okay. That one. We did. We'll put that on Twitter this week. I'm going to text the logo to you. All right. To me. Yeah, I hope so because I don't know what the fuck's going on. All right. So, anyway, we will debut our logo next week and follow Twitter. There's something going on. Somebody's giving away money. Within the crypto whack pack, we have the agorist cat farmer, we have uh, the right wing Frenchman, and we have the crypto whack pack. Anyway, that's enough of the disjointed nonsense. We will catch you next week. Later, bud. Uh, yeah.